Hey, Beavis, this dude says he's got a gun. Cool. Tell him to go home and get it. It's in my pants. Don't make me take it out. Whip it out. There. Now give me some money. Whoa. Uh, okay. Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. Cluster. Fuck. Yeah, the cluster fuck. Fuck. Cluster. Fuck. I am ready. Yeah, I'm before, ready too. Before you put anyone else on, yeah, I just okay. want to let you know, like I, I have mentally prepared myself. Uh, we're recording on Sunday here, and Monday is a holiday for me, so I have a, a full edit day so I can get going on this. So you will hear no complaining from me. I'm ready for it, Bruce. Let's bring it on. Okay. And the first guest coming on is uh, Ron. We have a technical issue. What's the technical issue? Uh, nobody wanted to come on because they wanted a three-day weekend. Okay. So we're kind of screwed. So we're not doing a cluster VOC? No. After I prepared myself. Yep, mentally. After you, you plugged it last last episode that we're I having. Did. I did. And we're once again letting our listeners down. And me. What else is new? What else is new? <sighs> if only we had something else to talk about. I know. There's nothing else going on. So I think we just end it right here. We say hi to all of our friends and sponsors and everything like that, and we go from there. That's a big, very easy edit. It would be. Yeah, I agree. I haven't sworn yet either. Or no, you on. haven't. It's like a G-rated, uh, a G and R-rated. Oh, wait a minute. Hmm. Oh, what's G- that? G and R? You mean G and R. Two electric boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> Guns and Roses! Did you notice they actually have the their MC again, who was in the first game? He was one of my favorite parts of the first game. Of all yeah. the bands in the world, this is definitely one of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you want the best? They're not here. <laughs> so Guns and Roses. If I have to hear another Guns and Roses song oh. ever in my life, oh. oh my god. Come on. I've been listening to more Guns and Roses now. I've seen them in concert. They suck. Oh, wow. And I seen them when they were younger. I seen them back in, in uh, 87. No, was it 88? It was at the Meadowlands. It was actually at Giant Stadium. Mm, that probably wasn't 88 then. I don't think they were big enough yet. I think they were. Let's see. Did you say Skinny Axel? Yes, yeah, Skinny Axel. Okay. Well, Jersey Jack revealed um, the, th- the game that everyone knew was going to be revealed. <laughs> yes, it was no big surprise, except for... Bravo. I'm going to give him a Bravo right off the bat. Big Bravo. Yes, I did see him. It was an 88 Guns N' Roses, Deep Purple, and Aerosmith. Oh, wow. 19. Yeah. Oh, okay. That, that, there's three bands. That's why they yeah. were in. Yeah. I'm about to and say, was, they, they wouldn't have been there by themselves in 88. No, no. And like they, 91 they were, or something, maybe, but not 88. Yeah, yeah. They were in 91, but I saw them in 88, and I was like, okay, get them off the stage. I was actually looking forward to Deep Purple. What does that tell you? Well, yeah. We yeah. we know your taste in music is yeah, okay. Great. Yeah, it's it's great. <laughs> but bravo to JJP for actually getting games out within showing the video. And they did it only the second time I've ever known where they've actually shown a game 
and had it shipped to people already on their way. Congratulations, Kevin, from Buffalo Pinball. What do you mean the second time? Uh, this is the first, first time. time. No, first first time, not for them, but the first time ever was uh, Stranger Things. They actually had them pre-shipped all over to, before people even knew about it. Okay. Once again, you are uh, confusing me as usual. But am I right? Uh, yeah, but you're still confusing. I don't know. What else is new? Yeah, what else is new? But uh, when a game was being released, games were actually manufactured and shipped before the video was being released. It's only the second time that I know of. Okay. Which is great. That's a great thing because all other five games that Jersey Jack has done has been a, hey, this is a great game, and yeah, it's not coming out. I think they finally have their act together with the new factory, with the new management team there, and just saying, this is going to go. It's going to go out the way it is. No other people saying, oh, it should be changed this, or maybe we should change the dragon or the looks of this. We need to just put the game on the line and sell it the way it is. This is, what, year eight? Year eight, yes. Uh, 2013. 2013, well, 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 no, yeah, actually, almost year eight. They almost were, year eight. Well, they were formed in 2011. I think the was first game, yes, the first game okay, came so out in like 2012. Because it was January 1st. Yeah, but I'll give them 2012. I'll give them the first year for, okay, for to do Wizard of Oz. So in eight years, they have done six games. six games. Yeah. And this is the first one that's actually been available right when they've announced it and it has shipped immediately. Now, Spooky has made what eight games. More than Jersey Jacket. Oh, well, you're including all the... um... I have to. Okay. Because he's made them, and he counts them as his total final, his total number. All right, hold on. Let's let's count those up. So you got America's Most Haunted. Yes. Let's get all the other ones. Jetsons. Yes. Dominoes. Yes. uh, What's his face? Um, Rob Zombie. Yep. Alice Cooper. TNA. Yep. Rick and Morty. Morty. That's seven. Seven. That's seven. Seven games. One more than Jersey Jack. Yeah, I didn't think of that. It's kind of sad. When you think of it that way, I would say I would say though this is the beginning of a new era. I do for agree. Jersey Jack. I, I like the look of it. It definitely has a feel that I mean, there's new ownership. Let's be real here. Jack is there in name only at this point. Yes. He is. Yeah, he is. He is a supporter of Jersey yes. Jack Pinball. No one yeah. is in New Jersey anymore except Jack. I mean, I know his, his son used to work for the company, too, and he doesn't work there his anymore. His daughter, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's all in Chicago, all on one roof. Yep. Uh, we'll talk about the reveal, but one part of the reveal, there was a like a 25-minute video where they had interviews, and I noticed all the interviews were done from the factory. Yes, they were. So they're interviewing people, and you can clearly see all the lines in the background and all that, almost like, like check it out. You know, we have we're the here. factory here. We're here. We're ready to rock, literally. And they are moving product i've seen a lot of people unboxing they had a rare they completely underestimated oh god the demand for the collector's edition yeah badly they They were not used to this let's put it that way Uh, it's a good problem yes it's a good problem to have they were not prepared for the demand for the ce but we'll get into that but uh first uh the video was incredible both videos they did a great job with the girl and, and oh yeah the, like- the girl yeah yeah I'm watching so well let's let's do the timeline 
First thing they did is they started releasing on their Facebook pictures of Eric Minier with like the play field, but turned backwards. turned backwards upside down. And then another one of he's, he's staring over all the play fields on the line. So you can see all the wiring, but you can't see what it is. And then one of him sitting on a box of, of the game, but with the, uh, the name whited out. But he's wearing the Axel mirror sunglasses thing yep. in case you had any, you know. <laughs> doubt of what yes. it was then they showed eric uh surrounded by a bunch of games saying basically saying hey look at all this these games are ready to go we're ready yes, they were and then the first thing they did is they came on on their facebook and had eric with uh um slash mm-hmm. where they just said yes the next game is in guns is guns and roses so then he had to wait and uh, wait another hour or whatever until the revealed revealed it on their site the video central time yeah which was one Eastern. Yeah. And the video was uh, very flashy. Yep. High energy. Yeah. High energy. Uh, Not much so any gameplay. So no, it was kind of no. It was more about the atmosphere. Feel of being at a concert. Yeah. yeah. The feel of a concert. Everyone high five and having a great time. Yeah. That's what you're going to have when you're playing this game. A lot of lights, which oh, we'll, yeah. we'll get into. Yeah. I think when Dwight Sullivan saw this game, he cried. He got jealous. I think he cried. Like this is the game I always wanted to make. He got jealous. Yeah, I, I, I do. I do think that happened. <laughs> <laughs> so it, the video came out, and then maybe an hour later, the straight down the vi- the middle video, video came, out, came out, which and was also you also had the in between that time you had the pricing come out from Jersey Jack, which there's three levels. Wait a minute. There's three levels, just like another company does. Yes, and they've had this. They've had this for since Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. So the SE, which is the Street Edition or Standard S- Edition, Street Edition. Well, it doesn't. It. it doesn't have the upper play field, but it does have but a ramp, upper, doesn't it? So it's not a street it has level one ramp. Has <laughs> one ramp, but it, and that is sixty-seven fifty, which is a decrease of seven hundred fifty dollars from Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. Has less LEDs in it, less stuff. Less now I have upper, a question for you. Yeah. It says manufacturer suggested retail price. Can you actually get it cheaper, or is that? I always thought they were more set. Uh, like I've never seen was. a Jersey Jack really cheaper unless the game's been sitting for a while. Like I think you can get like I think you can get it dialed in right now. I think they still have dialed ins in the box. Some of these guys, mm-hmm. you can probably get it cheaper than the MSRP. Yeah, but for but the right most now, part, no it's not like Stern where they say a pro is like six K when it's. Not. No, no, no. Because there are some people mentioning that it's it's closer to the pro pricing. It's not. No. It's no. not. If you're if you're paying six K for a pro, you need a different distributor. Yeah, you're on crack. If you're playing if you're paying in the high fives for one, you need a different distributor. Yes. Yeah. So the pricing went down on that yes, one. Yes, it's actually lower than a stern premium. Yes. Which gets it closer to the pro, which is great. And you get the quality from Jersey Jack. You do miss a lot out of this game when you do that. Oh, yeah. You know, which brings me back to the, when we said Jack really is not, he's just the cheerleader for the company at this point. I mean, when he ran the company, one of his things was we we wouldn't have different versions. We would never take stuff out of a game. Every game would be full, full featured. That is not the case anymore. Started with Willie. Silly with Willie. So then the, the second version is the limited edition, which is really the premium. Well, it's limited to 5,000. 5,000 people only. Which they might, do you think they might sell that many? 
Well, we'll get into that later on. Okay. How much is that? That is ninety seven fifty, wasn't it? Or no, ninety five hundred. Ninety five hundred. No, say nine thousand five hundred. It sounds bigger. You know, yeah. So two thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars more gets you an upper play field, more LED lights. What well, gives you the and what do they call them? The hot bars or what? Oh, what's the name of them? What do they call them? You have these light bars on the side of the game for your skill shot. That are no, 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 no. I mean the light bars on the side of the game. Their Penn Stadium version, except it's not oh, above yes, the yes, play field. That, yes. It's hot rails. That's what they're called. So the rails are actually lit. And in the standard edition, they're just plain white. In the limited and collector's edition, they're RGBs and change different colors. So then you have the CE version, which was limited to 500 people, and that was $12,500. So the good thing about this whole pricing thing is one of the prices went down. The other two stayed exactly the same. So they did not raise their price. Of course, they are a lot more than Stern on all three levels. But they did not change their pricing, which I said they would. Bravo to them. They didn't raise it. Well, and the thing is, the collector's edition, they did something that's never been done, as far as I They've never done. And that there's a physical, it, what is it called? The coma, ball lock or whatever? Coma, ball lock, yes, yeah. in, the, in the apron. There's a physical thing that's there only in the collector's edition. It's not just bling. Mm-hmm. I agree. And the collector's edition also has tons of cabinet lighting that they've added. A topper with a sound bar in front of it for more wattage, more power. More power. power. Now, so you have three levels, more than any other manufacturer. 500 CE sold out in 11 hours. Which they were not ready for. No. And. Because they had it. Because weren't they selling direct also? But then they had yes, distributors. They are, they so it was a cluster. Every, yeah. game sell, every game sells direct. So the problem with this is, I guarantee this is what happened. In the beginning, they probably allotted 100 for themselves. For Jersey Jack themselves. And then once they blew through the 100, they probably went, oh, shit. I don't want to sell this out like in two or three hours. Let me allot a little bit more to myself, and we'll just take it away from the distributors. And I think they allotted it, and I think they, I think they probably gave themselves two hundred instead of a hundred, which really screwed the distributors because the distributors were probably thinking, uh, "I got all these people who want this game. This is great. I'm finally going to sell a CE, make some more money. Oh, but my CE numbers, I can't get them." So I heard there was a lot of people who were very disappointed. I heard Australia is only getting 10. Australians only getting 10. 10. The hotbed of pinball, Australia. That's hotbed. And all they get are like LEs. Well, in this case, CEs. CEs. So, you know, that's kind of hard. Hopefully, uh, Mr. Clausen got his. Did he? Did you know? I don't know. Yeah, he's a doctor. I'm sure he figured out a way. Yeah, he's, he is the doctor. He's the doctor. So they people were get, not getting like a half a day later. Oh, by the way, um, Jersey Jack gave us a small, lower allotment, so you don't get a CE. Are you interested in an LE? Excuse me, an LE. And that was very disappointing to a lot of people because they thought, I bought it within 15 minutes or 10 minutes of looking at these pictures. I'm in. The only way you were in, truly if you bought from Jersey Jack because they actually had a live website that actually, if you clicked it and you paid for it, it probably took it off their numbers directly. 
Interesting, because I know um, Pinstar, they, they had a, a point-and-click and order yes, thing did. going on. But who so. knows how many they got? Yeah. That's the problem. You can point-and-click all you want, but if you think you're going to get 10 or 15 and you only get 5, <laughs> and you weren't fast enough pointing and clicking, and maybe even beforehand, even though they're I don't know. I don't know about Jersey Jack, but I know Stern is very don't take the money until the game is shown. But I don't know how Jersey Jack's policy is with their distributors. Maybe some people bought it beforehand. They probably bought a spot. Yeah, would be my guess. That's what I'm thinking also. And then when these guys probably these these distributors probably going, I got 25 C orders. I'm going to call Jack, you know, and make sure. Oh, I only get five or I only get ten. Oh, shit. And it was just a big clusterfuck. You know, it's so funny here at Slam Tilt. Any other podcast would probably be talking about the game. Yeah, no, we talk about the problems. <laughs> and it's all we talk about is the negative shit. We suck. No, we're not going to because I Come think on, Bruce. Is- all models include 21 full-length studio mess recordings of Guns N' Roses favorites. Exclusive original pinball music created and performed by Slash. Okay, Exclu- hold on. What? Yes? Let's break down each part. It only comes with 15 the way it shipped. You have to turn off the family mode to get the other six songs. Which was hilarious because I think on the Buffalo Pinball stream, he started it in family mode. Yeah. And the first song was like, It's So Easy, which has F-bombs in it. I know. And, and everyone was like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, oh. Are you sure you have? And he did. He had it in family mode. It's like, oh, that might be a problem. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit <laughs> Little bug there. Little little bug there. Little bug there. It's so easy. It's so fucking easy. <laughs> but so go ahead. You have your fifteen oh, songs. And, and one of the twenty-one songs is not a Guns N' Roses song. It is my favorite. It is my favorite song of all. One of my top fifteen or twenty songs of all time. And the thing is, I was like, how the hell did they get that in there? And that would be "Live and Let Die." Yes, that is a, and that's Walmart always been a big part wings. of um, the Guns N' Roses stage show. Even back yep. in the '90s, it was a, it was one of the ones that they do the super light show during, yep. and they did that in the '70s uh, when Paul McCartney and Wings would do it. Wings, it was like a big great. light Actually, show. It was incredible. So I was thinking, like, how the hell did they get that? And the story behind that was hilarious. It's Eric Minier told it on the Super Awesome Pinball Show. How basically they wanted that song for that reason because the game is supposed to be a concert. And it's mm-hmm. a big part of the concert is that song. So they tried Sony. Sony's like, no. So they tried Paul McCartney like five times, trying to get a hold of his agent, and he just wouldn't respond. Mm-hmm. So then they're in the conference call with Slash, and it's like, well, we really want to use Live and Let Die, but we just we just know it's getting it. back to us. We can't do it. He said, what do you mean? It's like, I'll just call Paul. So he calls Paul McCartney like 15 minutes later. You got it. You're all set. So that's how it ended up in this. So I want to know what other people Slash on his, has on his phone. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, can, cool maybe they can grab. use him. Yeah, he's got a cool phone. Maybe we can get more people in pinball machines this way. There you go. That'd be great. So he has 21 songs, exclusive original pinball music created and performed by Slash. I guess that's during some of the modes. I guess that's a little dig at, like, Black Knight. You know, Scotty and doing the little, you know, dedicated music, you know. How is that? A, everything, you're as bad as Pinside. With, everything is a dig. I just think it, I feel everything that is, You should have read, Pin, according to Pinside, Jersey Jack has just destroyed Stern. It's they, They've brought it to a new level. Stern is dead. They practically took the rest of the market with this game. Yes, of course they did. They took all 88%. Yeah, oh my God. It's like, are you people for real? 
No, I know. What, what do we say? Six games in eight years. How many has Stern made in that oh, amount of time? And I'll, I'll just include. I will just. I'll read them off. And I will just include nothing but cornerstones. We'll make it as low as possible. ACDC, X Men, Metallica, Star Trek, Avengers. Ugh, oh well. And I'm not going to include ACDC, Lucy, and all these other yeah, no, freaking no. versions. Mustang. Mustang. Walking Dead. Game of Thrones. WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Kiss. Ghostbusters, Batman. No, I won't even include Batman sixty six because that's not a cornerstone oh, game. It is, no, it is it's not a cornerstone game. game. It's one of their their yeah. boutique games. Aerosmith, mm-hmm. Star Wars, Guardians of the Galaxy, Iron Maiden, Deadpool, Monsters, Black Knight, Jurassic Park, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Ninja Turtles and Avengers. How many games is that? I lost count. Twenty-two. <laughs> is it twenty? No, and, and that's not including the special ones like Primus. So please, please stop inside. I please, know, so please, stupid. please stop. Uh, Avengers had all the twippies until this game. Now it's it's over. It's well. No, I'll say not. one thing: they definitely have light show and theme oh, integration yeah, locked up. But here's the thing with that: even you know. I don't think it's going to hurt Stern. I think it's going to hurt the other manufacturers. Yeah, I think because before before this, in, in their, their previous state, I would say it was Stern number one, and you can make an argument Spooky was number two. I do. I, I would say Spooky. And Jersey number- Jack maybe three. Yeah. But now with this, really Jersey fun. Jack is a solid number two at this point. Yeah. yeah. You know, a, a, a kick-ass game it looks like that they can actually ship now. Now, like if I want one right now, I can just go to distributor. I like, order it right now. Yeah, I want an LE. Give me, give me now. Yeah. So that that puts them right above. It, it puts them where they've never been before at the stern level. Mm-hmm. The only thing you're going to be waiting for is a CE, which guess what? That's understandable. You got to get those, you know, the LEs and the uh, SEs out. It's amazing how they're all using the Stern three model. Oh, they all do. Yeah, except for Spooky. Yeah. Well, uh, American doesn't. Yeah, and American doesn't either. Great. So, but just you know. the ones, like, it's just funny with for Jersey Jack, because they specifically said they wouldn't do that. Never did. I know. And uh, now they're doing it, which is fun. Well, different company, different management. Exclusive original instrumentation and sound effect recordings performed by Slash, Duff McKagan, and Richard Fortas. Duff man! <laughs> <laughs> funny thing about them is, you know, Slash, he looks like Slash. I mean, he never he never changes. No, no, no. Slash looks like now the woman from the Goonies, the grandmother. Uh, no. Yes. No. No, yes. that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Slash it, it, looks like Slash. Duff is ripped. You can't see it under his shirt, but he's like a physical fitness freak. Because he, he had one of those deals where doctors basically tell him, you take one more drink and you're dead. So he became like a health nut. He's also an author. He writes a lot of articles for uh, magazines and newspapers and stuff. Just thought I'd bring that up. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. Game narration by Duff McKagan and Melissa Reese. The one thing I noticed, they have two keyboardists. Yes, they do. Why? Why do you I need could. two keyboardists? That's some, is, some mus- musicians, please let me know. Because the only time I remember two keyboardists in a group was, was actually Paul McCartney. Because they had Linda, but then they'd have the other keyboardists. 
Yeah, because she couldn't do it. Her her music was actually off in the background. She was just hitting the keyboard. Like, I'm doing great. Yay! <laughs> I think they did that on Howard Stern. Didn't they do yeah, that they once did, they, they, they got an yeah. isolated recording of her keyboard playing and yeah, just played it? it. Yeah. It was pretty bad. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> but, like, Melissa Reese has been around for years. He's been with, like, lots of different acts and stuff. But then they also have Dizzy, who's been there since the 90s. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm just confused. Someone needs to tell me. Maybe one does synth and the other one does something else, or I don't, Maybe, know, I don't yeah, know how that I works. I don't know, but yeah, it's here's the interesting thing: in additional voice recording by Axl Rose. They got him in there. Yeah, I know. That's the most amazing thing. I can't believe they got him to do any custom speech. Slash Richard Fortas. Um, I'm probably saying this wrong. Frank Ferrer, Dizzy Reed, and Guns N' Roses announcer MC Bob. Live footage and concert scream animations from the Not in This Lifetime tour. Did you know it's one of the highest-grossing tours ever, Bruce? Yes, I did know that. Did you know that the tour is went on for over three years? Did not know that. That's the part they never mention. It's like when I think of highest-grossing tour, I think of maybe a world tour that goes on a year. They're yeah. including all three years of this tour. I'm not saying it's not a huge tour. I'm and just saying you got to take that into yeah. account. Yeah. All right. Um, jukebox, a track mode option. Selectable content settings, family-friendly, default, boo. Adult adds explicit songs, video content, and voice work. There you go. Just sent you something, sir. I see. 120-watt, 2.1 stereo sound system, Bluetooth headphone and Wi-Fi connectivity, automatic Wi-Fi updates. I do like they said, you can set it up so you can approve it, like whether you want to do the update or not. That's the part. I would never want anything to update automatically. But I guess, no. but I guess it can download it, and you come in like, "There's an update available. Would you like to install?" Yes. Drumstick ramp. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I do like that. Oh, that is cool. I love. I can can I just say, are... and the CE has an autographed. Yes. Kudos to Jersey Jack. No one does theme integration like they do. It's I agree. not even close. It's not even close. I will say the best thing about this, even though I really dislike, I've owned the Guns N' Roses, the you know the Data East, mm-hmm. and. I don't like the music that much. I like to play the game. The play the game is okay. It's it gets old after a while. But for Jersey Jack, their theme integration and also getting all the assets, getting oh yeah, that is the biggest thing that will help push sales. And now, to, hopefully, Stern and Jersey Jack have learned their lesson because Jersey Jack got burned, and so did Stern from Guardians of the Galaxy and everything like that. Maybe they've learned that. You need everything to sell. And guess what? You spend a couple hundred bucks, maybe even 500 bucks more, and get all the assets. So then you want to, you do want to play the game. Okay, Bruce, I was talking – I said Slash always looks the same. You were talking about Axl Rose. Oh, sorry about that, Axl Rose. Yes. Sorry. Okay, so for those at home, Axl Rose – Bruce is saying Axl looks like the grandmother, the mother yeah, from and, Goonies. And does she? Yes. <laughs> or yes, he, he looks like yeah. Or Mickey Rourke. <laughs> or Mickey Rourke at this point, yeah. Look at look at Mickey Rourke's in her pictures too. When I was watching the stream and they're showing the concert footage, it's like you see Slash, who looks like Slash. He never oh, he, Slash he, always looks. He Slash. never changes. And then you have Duff, who's like in great shape. He looks Duff good. Man. Duff man. And then you have Axel, and you're like, ooh, ooh, okay. Yeah, I know. Because I'm a child of the '80s and '90s. I saw him in their heyday. Yep. So I hadn't seen them in forever. And then when I saw Axel, I was like, whoa, what happened to poor Axel? And then he sang with ACDC. I was like, whoa, hold on. Now he's uglier than those bastards. But he sounds <laughs> fucking awesome. It, it hasn't hurt his voice. 
No. That's the impressive thing. That dude can still fucking sing. Oh, he can. He can. Well, don't forget, you take 20 years off, that can help you too. Or 15 years doing Chinese democracy or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> oh, you mean not singing helped his voice? Yeah, probably did. I would think maybe, he, you know, if I were a betting man, I would say he quit smoking and then gained all the weight. So that's yeah. why he's, he's heavy now, but he can sing if I were a betting man. Of course, someone will probably send me a picture of him smoking like from a week ago. But Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, right in front of the pinball machine. Right, on the yeah, pinball. he's like, got the cigarette <laughs> on the pinball machine. Um, yeah, I mean, they have a drumstick ramp. Yep. They have symbols in the pops that work. That fucking work. They have a Eric, hi-hat symbol that closes every time the pop gets hit. Oh, Eric did a great job with this game. Oh, them. they have an awesome sculpt. Back Alley Creations. It acts yep, as a skeleton. Yep. They have guitars, multiple guitars. One, the strings of the bass or the wire form. Oh, it's so good. They got the. Uh, what do you think, Eric? What do you think Eric did when he saw Avengers with the spinning disc? Oh yeah, he probably. Like, I know oh, what he said. Shit! Damn it! So yeah, uh, yeah, they both. Okay, have- what's, let's go with this. You keep on going over your things and think about this. What's the best thing you like about the game, and what's the worst thing you like about the, the game? guitar pick spinners? Spinner. Oh, why hasn't someone thought of this on a music game? It's perfect. Uh so think about that though. What the best thing? I haven't played it, so I can't even no, answer no, no. that. What you see, wise seeing. I can't think of anything bad that I see. I have one bad thing. Okay, what what do you have that's bad, Bruce? I don't like that the slash hat is so big. Don't like that the slash... That's a it's pr- really big. It's really... It's smaller than Gene's head on Kiss. I agree, but that's not an interactive toy. It's just a hat in limbo out there. Okay. It is. But I, I do love, and I think Stern should get into this. We've seen it now with most of JJP games lately. The screen. In the back, like in the in the little screen. Oh yeah, they have a screen in the um yeah in the back I of the love game. That. that needs to be so. If you're trying for other things, or if you need hints, or if you're going for shots, you look at that screen because you're not taking your eye. You how many? Think about it. How many times do you actually look up and say, "Oh, this is what's going on." Here, I never look, look up at a down. JJP screen ever. So Never. I, I play my dial like in. That. Like the only time I see any of the jokes, the little ticker that goes across is if someone else is playing and I'm reading it. Exactly. But I, we need we need the bomb to go up at least three hundred dollars or two hundred dollars to get me some screens, a little screen. Well, I was thinking about this. Tell me if I'm I'm off on this. Would you say that Eric Minier and Pat Lawler are in a unique position in that they get a higher bomb to work with? than any other designers in pinball currently. Well, because they have to because the games are more. You would think that makes logical sense. Yes. I'm just saying for, for the people who try to compare the companies or yeah, like, you know, well, Stern doesn't have any of this stuff. It's like, well, their bill of materials is not at this level. Exactly. But then you have the opposite problem where you say, do I want to spend $12,500 on a pinball machine? One that 500 people can have. Like when Stern does it, it's max of 50 or even 85. That's pretty limited. 50 or 85 what? 50 for Elvira. Oh, you mean for, oh, you for, mean the super duper yeah, 15,000? No, theirs was yes. $15,000. Yeah. Which if you look at Elvira and say that's 15,000 and no, then you look no. the couch does nothing. Couch yeah, pieces. But I'm saying if you put these next to each other and you just had 
a noob or someone doesn't even know, and, and you say like, okay, look at these two. Which which game you think is more expensive? And be like, oh, the Guns N' Roses clearly is more expensive. Like, no, actually, that's twelve thousand five hundred. The other one's fifteen thousand. Like, uh, does it do something else? Does Elvira come out of the machine? And Jersey Jack comes with a topper on the CE. Well, you have to pay extra for that on CERN. Yeah. And that, you know, there's a lot of pluses with this Jersey Jack machine, except for the base overall price. That's the very discouraging thing. But I know Stern's been going with this sell toppers and make more money and put more modes on added-wise. Give it to me all. I'm sorry. He wants it all. I want it all in the beginning. I want it all. I want it all. Because let's look at it this way. If I was a newbie in pinball and I just got my first pinball machine, Jurassic Park, and I want to get a topper. I'm screwed. I can't get that extra mode because they're not making the toppers right now. And why should I be limited? Why should the first people get this chance to get a, a an extra mode? Give it to me all. Give it to me all. Charge me extra. Give it to me all. Or, or, give it to, do the Tron thing. Give me the mode in the premium in LA. Which you do, actually, even in uh, Deadpool. Well, it wasn't a premium in LE with Tron. It was just a pro in an LE. I know, and a pro in LE, but the LE, you got the extra mode. Yeah, the, what, Daft Punk, Multiball, whatever it was. Yes. And you also get a little bit of that in Deadpool. You do? Yes, in Deadpool, disco loops you get. Oh, you don't get that in yeah. Pro. Yeah. You, but the thing is, you do get something different because the game is different, and there's more options. And if you're doing it in, you know, you just do the spinners. You go to, you know, you first you have to do in the premium for Deadpool. You have to you, you do the outer loop for the premium. You get the loops, and then you get the disco multi ball. You know, just got a Deadpool. I know Raymond Davidson, and you know, and watching and watching him play it, it made me sad. It is. He's very good. Yeah, it's like I don't even want to play mine now because I can't do any of the stuff I saw him do. I know. I know. He's pretty impressive. It's gonna like one, two. He was hitting the snick thing. I know. Like backhanding it. Backhanding it. Like to get the free. uh, Whatever. Okay, let's move on. But do you agree with me? Would you rather pay more of three hundred? I'd rather the Ellie just had the shit, and you just get it. Yes. Then you have to pay for it later. Yes. And I, th- I think that was one of the arguments people said when Stern started doing the topper gate and all that. It's like, why can't I just get that on? Just put it on the LE. Mm-hmm. Some cool LE thing that only LE people can get. No, I, guess what? Or since I'm paying the extra money, put it with it. And then if somebody wants to match my extra mode, they have to pay the extra. I don't mind that. But the top game should have everything. Did you know that? The Jersey Jack's exciting new game, Guns N' Roses, comes with Bluetooth headphone and Wi-Fi connectivity. I know I already yes. said that, but I'm saying that again. The only problem with Bluetooth headphones is there's lag. So if you have them on your head and like you hit a target, you're going to hear the sound effect a little bit later. Yeah. For most people, that will not matter. For me, I am hypersensitive to AV sync issues. I would never be able to deal with that. So... We're going to have a tournament at Ron's house where we have to use the Bluetooth. And then we'll see Ron go fuckers. <laughs> like, literally, I'll watch a stream, and if the sound, like, it's, it's always the sound will be second. ahead of the video because yes. they need to put oh, a delay I... in there. And if they don't, and it can be slight, where most people don't even notice it, but I notice it, and it's it's like a five-second delay to me, and I can't watch it. 
Well, it's funny when me and Kathy were looking for TVs a couple weeks ago. We looked at monster TVs, eighty-five inch. Oh my Obama. god! Oh, and we're looking between Samsung and LG. And me and Kathy have always owned LGs, and we were looking at the Samsung because it was like three hundred dollars cheaper. Like, oh wow, look at this! And I'm like, did you see that? And she goes, yeah, the lag. I'm like, yep, or the jitter. You see, like stutter for a millisecond, and it's the same feed because they're all going off a DVD with HDMI cables. Or, you know, a blue Blu-ray, and you see the jitter on the one. And she goes, did you see that? I'm like, yeah, I saw it again. And then you look at the LG, and I'm sitting there going, it's smooth. You know, no jitter, no stutter, no nothing. I'm sitting there going, and I've always noticed this with Samsungs and a little bit with uh, Sony. They have the jitter. And LGs never have it. And I'm sitting there going, this, I'd rather pay the $300 more and not have that because it will just drive me nuts. Like you with the sound, it's me with the screen. And you know, Jersey Jack's Guns N' Roses Pinball also has divertible ramps. No! Two chrome catwalk steel return ramps, interloop jump ramp, direction sensing, spinning platinum record playfield, Dr. Strange toy, I mean playfield toy. <laughs> Sculptures slash his iconic top hat, screaming Axl Rose, and he is screaming, concert speaker stack, two guitar pick shaped RGB lit spinners. Oh, they look so good. Look at those things. Oh, 30 RGB. Guns N' Roses hexagonal, hexag, hex, hexagon. I think I said that right. Hexagonal stage lighting. Lockdown bar action button. Where's the pin bar? Well, at least we have, everyone calls it the action button. So I guess at least they didn't come up with a different term for it. You know, Stern is the action button. It'd be funny if Jersey Jack called it something else. The something else button. But yeah, I'm not going to just read the friggin' marketing thing. It looks fucking cool. Where's the pin bar? Oh, God. Well, you were famous, I heard. In Poland. Yes, you were. You were on a podcast, and somebody kept on plugging your, Where's the pin bar? Well, that's not me. That's 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 Robert Mueller. Yeah, Remember, I know. That's Hulk Hogan, i.e. Robert Mueller. Yes, it is. That's the marketing material. You're going to go up to a non-deep root game, and you're going to say, Where's the pin bar? Where's the pin bar? Exactly. But it, it looks incredible. Oh, I'm looking at the axle sculpt again. Damn. And they, they did the smart thing. Oh, would you say, here you go, would you say this has the best art of any Jersey Jack game released? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what's better than this? I never thought, I, I didn't think um, Wizard of Oz was that spectacular. No, no, didn't Hobbit, Hobbit was okay. Hobbit, Hobbit was terrible, I thought. Yeah, really? Uh, I, I thought it was I okay. Like Dial Man sucks. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not. It's not that good. And I own the game, and I'm saying the art's not Willy that Wonka good. Is just, Willy Wonka is Photoshop. Yeah, it's just paste. cut and paste. This one, it's like okay, okay. And they did the smart it, thing. Right? It's like the band is old, so let's make them not human. Let's make them something cool, so we can put them everywhere, which is a smart move, which is what they did. And they made it. You know, skeletons make sense because appetite for destruction, skeletons. So you saw some of the gameplay. Well, actually, I saw some of the cool stuff when people were setting them up. I didn't realize that with the all the stuff now in the head, the driver boards on the bottom, the computers on the upper right, and then the power supplies on the, you know one side and everything like that. And the uh, monitor actually is now magnetized. Magnets hold it. So what, and it actually is a swing arm. So it swings out of the way. So there's magnets that. Snap oh yeah, yeah, it does swing. I think mine does. I think mine oh, really? does that. I've never seen it. I, yeah, well, I, I, I think I've swung with the monitor out on my um dial okay. before. That was pretty cool. I thought that was really neat. 
Yeah. I think that started with dialed in because that, that's when Lawler came in and changed yeah, he the, said, like, where, get this yeah, crap out of the bottom. Yeah, yeah, put it in the head, yeah, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's really nice, and I, I've never really seen it. And when I saw it first set up at uh, Pinball Garage, I think it is, out in Ohio, they had a video, and they were playing it and setting it up. And the only thing I saw that I do not like, and it's going to be great for maybe – Maybe people who are new to pinball or can't play pinball or podcasters that can't play pinball. It's a multi-ball fest. Yes. That's the problem. Like, yay, I got a multi-ball. Yay, I got a multi-ball. Yay, I got a multi-ball. <laughs> yay, I got a multi-ball. And it's still ball one. It's still ball one. It's not really a multi-ball. Like, it doesn't start a multi-ball. It's just the whole game is based around songs. And yeah. you can lock balls. And when you start a song, whatever balls you have locked, you get. Yes. Plus with a ball saver. Plus Yay. with a ball saver, and and then when you lose balls, you get more balls back. That part I don't understand. Yeah, that's uh, you know, I just was like, I saw this. I'm like, multi balls are supposed to be something like you earn. Well, and it really wasn't earning them. And then, so what was the timeline? You had the slash Eric thing, then you had the actual reveal video. Yep. Then you had some other videos were released. There was a um. Kevin got his game. Well, straight down the middle, released one. Um, Kevin Manny of Buffalo Pinball. He got his ahead of time. Yep. Because they have a partnership with Jersey Jay. He unboxed it and filmed everything and then posted it when it was revealed. And then they did Buffalo Pinball. Kevin also did the Kevin also, yes. play stream on, what was it, Wednesday? Wednesday, yes. Wednesday evening. Yeah. So you got to see... But I saw it game. actually Tuesday when people were getting their other games and they were play, setting them up and playing them. Oh, yeah, there were other streams. And, and was, yeah, and you watch it. And, yeah, the two things that that hit me immediately is like, wow, this is the greatest light show I've ever seen on a game. Yes, this totally is like, great. this is insane. Well, the CE has, what, 630 bulbs? While the, 621, because yeah. it has a ton of them on the cabinet, which aren't even fully implemented yet. I know. <laughs> And then uh, the LE has 300 and something, you know. Some, so some just, re- yes. Yeah. And it's just and, – and those hot rails. The hot rails are almost like, like you thought Wizard of Oz was too dark. You don't think we have enough GI lighting? We're going to show you. <laughs> you're yeah. going to see everything. I'm going to shock the crap out of you. Watching the gameplay, mm-hmm. two things worry me. One is, yes, the continuous never-ending multiball. It's terrible. The second is the fact that these light shows are absolutely incredible. When you start a song, I could not tell what to shoot. No. On any of the streams. What are you supposed to shoot? Hopefully the game tells you or shows it somewhere where you can... Because every light flashes. Everything. I mean, they're great light shows, but I could not tell where you were supposed to hit the ball. Now, I haven't. Pl- I got to play the thing. Maybe it's way easier when you play it like, oh, okay, this isn't a big deal. But just from the streams, what's lit? Everything's lit. Everything. Everything yeah. is lit. And if you're bad or not great at pinball and you're looking for that thing under glass, yeah. I'm sorry. Getting a multi-ball every time I – literally, the guy even – the guy just got the game. He's plunging the balls. He's like – how many multi-balls have I gotten so far? And the guy next to him goes, I think it's five or six you've gotten. <laughs> He's like, uh, and this is ball two. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> We're so jaded. We're terrible. Newbies are going to love this game. Oh, newbies, newbies are people who can't play pinball. This is the best things in sliced bread. 
Come on, can't you be yay, more? Can we be more positive? Yeah, I want people to clip this, and you can you can actually use it on. Yay, pinball! Yay, multi-ball! You can do, <laughs> go for it. We're so negative, so oh, bad. Boo! No, how do you think I haven't even played it yet, and we're we're doing criticism. So mean. Now we were talking about Stern being. Everyone's like, "Oh, it killed Stern." Oh yeah, it killed Stern. They're done. Pinside says they're done. Yeah. JJP, no, 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 new number one, number one. Chicago Gaming's got to be worried. Spooky, maybe a little bit, you know. Hey, you know, I know they have their timeline for another year locked up, but it puts a lot of pressure on this new guy making a new pinball machine. The other thing you got to remember, like you said earlier, the assets they were able to get with this game. Yeah. When you have the guy, guy in the band who wants the game made, which yeah. was the case both times for both yes, Guns N' Roses, Slash is the, the driving, the force, driving and, force, and, and he can get anything you want in the game. You you are at a huge advantage. I mean, you look at look at Eric's previous game, Pirates. Even even he said they were hamstrung so much with the license, what they could put in there. They had to. I think he even said they basically had to. It, it became a software thing. You had to make the the coolest software or the deepest thing possible to take away from the fact that you couldn't use any assets. Did Jersey Jack screw themselves? Why? Because everyone's going to expect something this awesome for every Thank new you. game. Yes, they made it too good. They made it too good. <laughs> they made it too good. Or, or you can't get the all the. You didn't think about it. Assets are key. We've seen this now. This is one of the lessons we've learned from this game. Yeah, they're never going to get this many assets again for a so, license. Now, say if Slash wasn't involved, and they couldn't get twenty-one songs, you'd end up with ACDC. You get yeah, eight or exactly. ten songs. Say if you had the song selection of ACDC and that kind of stuff, would it be as good as everyone's touting it right now? Of course not. So the thing is, we haven't even shot the game. We have no idea how it shoots. Uh, yeah, I saw it. it was, I thought it was okay. Yeah, well, the thing is, is it raw? Is is it bad that I'm looking forward to the standard? I think the standard will be faster because everything I've heard is is like in the factory. Everyone wants to play the standard because it's just so fast, and they just love the standard. And I'm like, hmm, you know. And if it goes the same route that a lot of the Sterns go. The pro usually always shoots better, you know, unless you're Keith Owen. Now, but do you feel American Pinball's worried? They probably dried up their Hot Wheels sales really fast. Yes, they sh- they should be worried. Multimorphic's got to be worried. Uh, they really do. They have not really. Yeah, they have two new games out, but yeah, it's uh, ten thousand dollars. Would you rather pay ten thousand dollars for a Multimorphic or ten thousand dollars for a? Uh, Ellie. Yeah, but ten thousand dollars gets you that, and then all the future stuff, all the future kits that come out. Yeah, if you like them or not. And then Deep Root, what the hell are they saying right now? If we had a pin bar, maybe people wouldn't be, you know, where's the pin bar? Well, they did have some of the animations were released on Facebook. Yes, they did, and they did look tremendous. They did look tremendous. Looking forward to more information, but we'll see them this week. We'll see my pinball tilter in uh, action this week. I heard. Your PB Tilter? My PB Tilter. Oh, and then somebody else. I forgot to tell you this. I'm on a Pinball uh, Enthusiast or on uh, on Facebook. Somebody copied my design of the PB Helper. They just copied it, Bruce. Like, they copied it. You know, because yours is completely unique and no one would think of that that way. No, 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 no. They actually, they didn't test it as well as we did. We modified the crap out of one of those things with a lot of welding, 
lot of different things. And how I tested it, which when I had the Guns N' Roses was, I set the game, my Guns N' Roses, which is a very heavy game. Yes, it is. I set it up with the legs still on it, but I put it up five inches in the air. And it failed the first six times until we beefed it up and beefed it up and beefed it up. And when I saw this guy selling the same thing I was making, half-assed and not as well and not with the modifications that we did, I was like, holy crap. You think it's not going to work? Oh, no, it'll work. But the problem is, if you turn around, that thing's going down. That game will go down. The PB buddy, the pinball buddy, he called it. And I was ripping him on Facebook. And they're like, well, you didn't have a patent on it. I was like, I'm not going to patent an $80 idea. But I was like, this guy didn't do this. This guy didn't do this. This guy didn't do this. And I didn't tell him what he did wrong. Because guess what? He put his item out before really looking into it and really – and then people are razzing him also. He's like, I'm using the 400-pound capacity uh, holder. And people are like, I don't find this. This is nowhere to be found at all. Steers has never made this. And then he got all quiet and never responded to anything. Guess what? Respond to your people who are asking questions on your website. Uh, me and my father had an idea with the tilter, another idea, to get it from we are at the bottom and getting it all the way up You know, instead of lifting it physically Mm -hmm. and we had something in the prototype stage where it was starting to work but it would have cost way too much money nighthawk games yep everyone's there like what the hell's a tilter what what are you what are you talking about if you go to our facebook page pinball lifter does it still have the videos on there on youtube somewhere yep yep on youtube also those videos got to be like 10 years old they are it's good actually i like seeing them because i could see my dad that's good so i have another note here it says profitable so do you think with Wonka in this game we can now say that Jersey Jack for the first time in the history is profitable year to year you're saying or profitable from now on you know are you yeah, saying like, I would say this, like I would say before I would say they were not in the black no, no at no, any no, point no. until no. recently yes I think this year they might be in the black don't forget you still have to take off moving all this other stuff, setting up the line, setting up new employees. But can we agree up- that was a good idea? Oh, it's great. that was the best idea. To yeah, share. that was they so dumb. Them. All those years where you have the entire development crew is in Chicago, and then you have it the factory one place. in New Jersey. It in Jersey, have it in Jersey. The problem was, wasn't Pat Lawler never wanted to move. Kiefer never wanted to move, which I don't blame them. They have their families already set up. And yeah, and they- isn't like tax stuff and all that better in Illinois uh, than no, it is in New Jersey? Actually, no. About the same. Wouldn't it be, but aren't all the company Texas. that makes the parts and shit, aren't they all based in that area? Well, they are because, but some aren't, but most are. Yeah. You no, know, well, the problem is, I don't know where their cabinet, I think their cabinet supplier is in Wisconsin uh, for Jersey Jack. So I don't think they use Churchill. So it's it's nicer that everything's closer to them. The lead times are less. The shipping damage is less because it's less on the mileage and less on the you know chances. It all works out better for them. Yeah, and it all works out better for pinball. It does, but does it help the people that got lost their jobs in Jersey who didn't want to move? I kind of feel bad for them. Yeah, that's true. You know, think about it. If I was working at Jersey Jack from 2013. 2011. Well, I'm saying, you know, you gave them the one year. I'm going to say when they started manufacturing in 2013. Well, the game's in 2012. They didn't really get a lot of them out until 2013 when they started really cranking. But they had lines. 
Yeah, I know, but they weren't used yet. Remember? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So let's say 2013. If I was working there six years and then got a, oh, by the way, you either move or you lose your job. That sucks for anybody, anybody. But it's better that it's in Chicago, and it was a narrow, it was a standard width, and I think you're never going to see another wide body from Jersey back again. Per Eric Menier, that was a choice for for him. There's no there's no edict at the company that you can't make wide bodies. But the thing is, we know Pat Lawler's not going to make wide bodies because nope. he hates them. Nope. So Eric is your only hope for wide bodies. Now here's another thing. Do we see a third designer possibly showing up eventually? Because we've heard Pat Lawler after this next game, he's going to be retiring. Oh, I never heard that. I heard that from the grapevine. He wants to get, you know, he's getting up in age. Well, he's also, but he's the head of design there. But guess what? You don't have to design. So you think he'll just be head of design? Head of design, you know, making sure everything works perfectly. He's basically the George Gomez of... Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think he's going to become the George Gomez of... So JJ maybe make an occasional design, maybe? Yes. Okay. Yes. But I don't think he's going to want to do it full-time. So I think he was the main driving force, as I said before, of coming out to Chicago, making that factory, and making the machine more like Williams. And that's how I think they got the backer really behind them. The, the father the and son team backer? Yeah. Who I really should know their names, being that they own the friggin' company at this point, and I don't know their yeah. names. I'm sorry. But, you know, I think it's going to be a home run for them. Oh, this is totally home. They sold out of the CEs. It's already a home run, baby. I think they're going to sell 4000 Now, do we go to the next thing? This is the next question. Will I like it? No. Oh. Will they make another limited edition or a special oh, edition oh like another like guns yeah, and roses like, blood red edition guns yeah. and roses uh, slash edition slash you know? edition i don't know do they make that don't know i think they will it is funny that this game came about because of slash's relationship with jack yeah. and now jack is no longer really there in the company oh, he's just... it, it's it's weird it's very weird so do you think you're going to like the game, Bruce? Uh, do you think you're going to get to play the game anytime soon? Because where yes, I'm living, I'm not. See, see, that's we're in a weird position now. When you had the bar and there was actual pinball shows, I was always the person who got to play all these games. Yep. Now you're in an area where they actually get these games. Yes. I'm not, and there are no pinball shows. So I'm screwed now. So it's all going to be up to you. I'll probably be playing it within a week to 10 days. You suck. And I'll be playing also Avengers. Avengers LE. Fuck you. <laughs> See ya. And, and guess what? I'm going to invite you out when he gets it. Ooh. Because it's going to be in Rochester mm-hmm. at a person's house. Oh, and there's one other piece of news I'd like to give you. What, what piece of news? Okay, what piece of news are you going to give me, Bruce? It's shipped. Oh, Rick and Morty. Uh, shipped. It was actually supposed to ship last week. It was supposed to ship Thursday last week. And I said, no. You're going to be on vacation. I'm going to be on vacation. And he's like, I, he, he emails me this nice email, like, you know, check the box, make sure there's no damage. If there's any problems with, uh, hold on, let me get, let me, I'm going to bring it up because it's actually a really nice email. Uh, so, oh, and I have to make a correction. Uh, what did you screw up now? Jeff Parsons is still in the game. He is? Okay. Yeah, I, I just, either his voice sounded different to me or when I was watching the stream, because there was a later stream with newer code, and he was definitely in there. Okay, here we go. Your Rick and Morty will be shipping in the next few days. 
we've had a small run of shipping damages lately. You know, check the box for damage. And he goes, open the box up and inspect the game before you sign. And he goes, uh, you'll get a call prior to delivery for to schedule. If you have any issues with shipping at this time, please advise ASAP. Because I've already paid. It's already paid for. And I'm like, I emailed him right away like, uh, do you know when it's going to be shipping? I am not going to be here. I'm, I'm going to be on vacation. I'll be at my house to accept it. And he came back and said, I was trying to ship today, but let's hold it now. And as it arrives during those dates, I'll ship it next week, and it'll arrive the following week. So it's going to ship actually tomorrow, and I should be getting it Monday. Oh, my. So we are not going to be opening it, though, until my friend gets his house set up. Mm-hmm. But then we'll, be, you know, we'll get you out here again for that. So you get to play Rick and Morty and Avengers. Wow. And every Rick and Morty I've seen now, people have been streaming the new new ones are a lot better with the flow. Yeah, which would suck if you were early. I know. I love that. <laughs> don't get on early on these. Oh, no, no, no. I don't even like getting early on, uh, think about it, on these Guns N' Roses. I'd rather wait a month. You don't have to be the first person. I made a note here. I think I, I judge games differently than most people. Than me? In that I think most people, like the game will have different categories. Mm-hmm. You know, like the playfield is is this. You know, sound sound and music is this. Art is this. Uh, rules is this, right? And and like depending on what how good it is in the categories, you determine whether how much they like the game. Mm-hmm. I don't think a game's that way. Okay. My game rating is at least for something I would actually buy, is more like the game of death with Bruce Lee. Which is basically you go floor to floor, like each floor is a different boss, and you beat him to get all the way up to, I think, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in the final floor for the final battle. Yeah. So for me, the first level is playfield. How does it shoot? Yes. If I don't like that enough, I don't even go beyond to the other levels. Yeah. It'll just be something I would never, ever buy. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree with you. That's kind of how I rate the games. So if if you had like if I got past the playfield section, I'm trying to think the next might not even be rules for me. It might be actually just the uh, sound. How is the sound in the game? Then, uh, thir- then th- rules are second. For then me. yeah, for that's for you. Third third might be would probably be rules, and fourth like a distant fourth would be like art. Yeah, sound art is nothing for me. I'm the same way with you on that. So we're pretty close. Now, what do you think of GNR in your future? Question mark? Yes? No? I'd have to play it. And like I said, I'd like to play the standard. Yeah. Now, if you like it, would you buy it? Ugh. That's the hard part now. And if you got to play both. Yeah, I'd I'd have to play both. I'd have to play the standard and the LE. Would I buy it? Here's the issue. Don't tell me room. If you tell me room, I'm going to kick your ass. Well, the room is true. That is an issue. But no. The multiball. Yeah, it is. If I am literally going to be a multiball all the time, remember, I'm the guy. I'm the guy who puts over like I love Metallica because the crank it ups are single ball wizard modes. Yes. On um, Deadpool, the Megala Crackalosaur, whatever the hell it's called, is a single ball wizard mode. So I love single ball wizard modes. And then you have a game where. Every song, you have 21 songs, and every one of them, you have the possibility, if you lock balls, of being a multi-ball. Yay! Multi-ball! Yay! Best game ever! Yay! And the whole thing where, if I can't tell what I'm supposed to be shooting, 
that's the one thing we uh yeah i gotta bring this up so the way it works you, you start us you get all seven members to start a song you start a song and then you got to hit certain shots which don't seem to be very clear from the streams i've seen as far as because everything is lit everything is flashing everything so hopefully the flashing. game is is more clear or maybe it's on the display in the back you know shoot this maybe maybe it'll actually be better on the se maybe so you shoot these shots and it builds your power meter which is basically guitar hero rock band type thing and yeah, get boot off like or or, or yeah thing. and the meter goes if the meter goes all the way up to the skull the skull like head bangs with you yep if you fail and trapping up will make it fail cuz you're not yes, hitting shots so Bruce would like that you yes. will it goes the meter goes all the way down and the flippers go dead and you get boot off stage and then the ball kicks back out. And the ball back kicks back ball out. Play. What I was thinking, and the band would never agree to this, but you know all the multiple instances that Axel has had of storming off the stage for various reasons. <laughs> if you use that clip, like every time the flippers died, it just had a cl- clip of Axel. With him giving yeah. a finger. Thanks to security. I'm out of here. <laughs> and he just drops the mic and leaves, and the band goes off. Wouldn't that be perfect? There's multiple be. instances of him doing that, too. You have the one where like he attacks the fan. So, like, you fail and you get attacked by Axel. That would have been perfect. But they would have never agreed to that. It's okay. So, come on, Ron. You think you, you'd have to play it. I would actually like to play the SE also. I would like I to play the I think that's actually interesting. I'd like to play both. Which no one is going to say that. We're probably the only podcast that would ever say <laughs> I think visually it's going to be a beautiful game. Oh, it looks gorgeous. The integration, the light show, it's insane. Yeah, it's incredible. It is the most beautiful game I've ever seen. Is it my cup of tea? No. Kathy saw this game. You saw it in our. We have a chat, and Kathy's involved with it. And she's like, "Guns and Roses again." No, she hates Axel. No. That was before it was revealed. She just hates. She hates Axel. <laughs> she hates Axel. She has a hate Axel hate. Yeah. For me, I still want a premium Avengers. Thank you, Keith. Thank you, Ray Ray. I am still going to be in on that. I have been selling crap and everything, trying to make it all good. I sold two of the driving games. Two more still available. Come on, buy them. Buy them, buy them, buy them from me. Please buy my games. Uh, I sold Grand Prick. <laughs> the Prick is gone. I've been repla- repairing uh, games up the ass with... Now, well, every before, Friday... Before we get into that, I have one last note to put a bow on the uh, Guns okay. N' Roses thing. Uh, I had a little note. Now, we really should take the high road on this, but we're not going to. <laughs> Because uh, this this happened during the reveal, and I just laughed my ass off on this one. This was funny. Well, we said we never mentioned his name. I screwed up on this because uh, Dr. John mentioned him, but yeah. we didn't, so so it doesn't count. While the reveal is going on, so during the reveal, a certain twippy award-winning podcaster, so that kind of narrow, that narrows it down, he was Facebook living. He was on Facebook Live, you know, giving his reactions to the game. The problem was he had his informant, the person feeding him the inside information, he had him on too and didn't realize he had him on his speaker. So yep. everyone watching his Facebook Live could hear this person, the other person. Who would that be? Uh, the funny thing is, well, it's the internet. So, uh, well, eventually his chat were like, yo, bro, uh, we can hear your uh, informant, dude. You may want to mute him out. Who's the person he's busted his balls on and everything too? Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, being the internet is what it is, it didn't take long for people to research and figure out who the informant was. And it's someone we know. Yeah, we've had a problem with this tool ourselves. We won't say his name. Yeah, he, this is the tool who got all pussy whipped and 
all all damp in his pants because two years ago was it it was about three years ago three years ago we had the make the your put our pictures in the back glass contest he had a snide, what is that this was the guy that was downvoting all our videos and all our shit yes. yeah so ryan c deci- decided to put him in one of the uh those back glasses in a non-flattering way with uh, on the Captain Fantastic. Yes. One. So uh, and he, he had the signs actually saying his name. Well, that was a later one. He he, he contacted us and like uh, that's my remove my likeness or I'll sue you. Which but I'm like, it, it was his, it was his Facebook picture, so that's public domain. I hate exactly. to say, but yeah, yeah, he's he's a tool. That's but that that was that was interesting. I just when I heard that and then I heard who it was and he's a distributor. That's how he's giving him the inside info, etc. Yep. But it was still funny. It was still funny as hell. Maybe he should lose his distributorship for getting, giving out the inside. What do you think would happen with that? Do you think Jersey Jack would give a shit? And sometimes, yes, I think he would. If, if Maybe if the game was not known as Guns N' Roses. Like if everyone in the universe didn't know it was Guns N' Roses. And maybe maybe other manufacturers will actually look at this guy and say, hey, if you've done this for this guy once, who says you're not going to do it for my gaming? Mm-hmm. Stern might say, hey, go pound salt. You don't sell as much. But again, no names mentioned. Yeah. But there was also trolling being done by Stern. Yes. Let me just find the video because it's it's funny. And this is something everyone listening can look up themselves. And the funny thing is, when I first saw this video, I thought the title of it was weird. It's a video. If you go to Stern Pinball's YouTube channel, they put out a video, which is a very good video. It's George Gomez, and he's going over the Spike 2 system. Going over all the boards, how they work, all that stuff. But the title of the the stream was "Should you buy a new Stern Pinball Machine?" Question mark. Pinball expert and chief creative officer George Gomez. And I was thinking, shouldn't it say like "Spike Two Explained" or something like that? That's a weird title. Then someone else we knew noticed that there is another video that has the exact same title. So if you want to see something funny, just Search for, should you buy a new Stern pinball machine, question mark. Search for that in YouTube, and you will find two videos. The Stern one and another one. And there you go. That's all I'll say. That was a troll. The other one was bad, though. What other one? The fact that they were doing heavy heavy metal? metal? Yeah. I think they just want to get that out of the way because they don't care. That's terrible. To be I, honest, I don't play that thing. Oh God, eight thousand dollars for that thing. That looks like that's eight thousand dollars for the $8, pin. Eight thousand dollars for the pin. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> that was funny. No, thank you. Oh man. So repairs. I was going back into that. Yep. Repairs. Every other week, I either go to Zach's house or Zach comes over to my house, and we get a couple guys. We actually have five guys coming over, and we're working on stuff and playing. Wait, games. wait. You have. Five guys food or five guys? Five guys. Oh, okay. And uh, last week, two weeks ago, actually, we did Countdown. We got Grand Prix all working. Countdown is booted and working now with that new board from the flip. I just have to rebuild the flippers. And I just got all the parts today from PBR. I get to knock some pins out of Gottlieb flippers. I am working on a eight ball for one of my customers, getting that working. He picked it up as a project. I have the Batman, the guy with that Batman with the missing ball guides. He found the ball guides. Guess what I'm going to be working on? Didn't you tell him just to buy a new Batman? I told him to. He doesn't want to. Okay. 
banging your head against the wall. That was, I said, by the time I give you my bill, you're going to be way over this pinball machine. He doesn't care. So that will be a fun part. And then we went to Zach's and I got to play Zach's homebrew game for the first time because the rules are coming along. And Zach is making a homebrew game, poker theme. Does it have a title yet? No, it does not. He has not figured out a title yet, but it has five flippers and a seven or eight skill shots in the beginning. Skill shot one achieved. Skill shot two achieved. I will say one thing. It is faster than snot. It has a great flow. But you can't here's the problem is it's sort of a stop and go game where you have to, you know, trap up. But the problem is it's very hard to trap up on that game. I think we'll have Zach on maybe in a couple of weeks when he gets the rules a little more dialed in. But the cool thing what he's doing, he's putting a projector above the playfield to do the artwork of the drop targets. So every ball that or every game, the drop targets will change. So it's really neat. He's using the projector technology. The Stranger Things technology are being used. Yes, but above, Ariel pointing down at the playfield. And it has Magnus save. It's got a unique thing. I'll let him tell everyone on the uh, right out lane. Really cool. It's the last chance ball save. And I've never seen it used this way, and it works really well. Mm-hmm. What did you think of it when you played it? Did you play it? Oh, I played it. Okay. It's it very interesting. It needs a title. It does need a title. So if anyone okay. out there... Wants to give us a game title. Yeah, that hasn't been used. used. That's the problem. That's the hard part. Because we went through the poker terminology book trying to think of new titles, and Zach didn't like any of them. No, he didn't. So give us some titles, guys, and help out Mr. Zach. But once he gets it better with the rules, I think we're going to have him on. We'll get some pictures behind the scenes. We'll even get him on TWIP, and we'll get him noticed by Stern or JJP, and he'll be hired. And it'll be our fourth person we've gotten hired. More likely spooky. Probably because he probably wouldn't have to move. Yeah, probably not. So my repairs are going along well. I've just did another connectors on Bally's. Yay. And I'm getting ready to boot up a the eight ball, which is pretty simple. And we'll see where we go from there after that. Oh, and we've had requests now for an interview. And since you know him so well, I think you should be getting this interview. We need to get Stu McVicker on. Oh, Jesus. Yes, yeah, Stu, he he um he streamed me and you could not get to Reactor Nine and Co-op. Me seven. and Zach couldn't get to Reactor that twice seven, we yeah. tried yeah. Reactor Nine. So Stu decided to just do it himself. So he played a four a co-op game, four players, and blew up Reactor Nine. But he still lost. Yeah, that's interesting. I I saw that. I didn't realize I guess if you do it in co-op mode, you still fail. Yeah, which it literally no says sense. you fail, even yeah. though it says total annihilation, like achieved yeah. or whatever. It's you got, still you, you got still fail. Yeah, you've got two million points or anything, but you still fail. You still fail because you did it in co-op. That's just rude. I agree, but I kind of like that. Actually, it's kind of trolly, but yeah. So now you can sell it. I don't know. Uh, I just was. I've been really getting into that lately. I'm sorry. Is it because of co-op only? Admit it. It's the only reason why. Uh, and the music. It is. And the music. But it's the co-op. And only. now that I actually have it working entirely for a long period now, for the longest period it's worked without breaking. Uh... Yeah. Well, let's see. What have I worked on? Well, I will have to start working on Johnny Mnemonic. The teardown? Yeah, because the spinner, the new spinner is already doing the Johnny Mnemonic spinner thing, where it just goes horizontal. 
it just just fl- go lies flat. Oh yeah, you got to bend it. And I read, yeah. yeah, I read stuff. You got to bend it, but it, then then there's other posts like, yeah, I tried that and it broke. So I have two spinners. So I'm gonna do. I have the original one, which is still it's not broken or anything, but it had the same issue. I'm gonna try that one first. Bend and playing with it, trying to get the thing freaking vertical. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, you know, 300 gigs is really hard to do. 300. Well, the weird thing is the decals are on that spinner backwards. The original spring. It's bizarre. it's bizarre. I, I looked at it. They're not even on there correctly. It's weird. Is it 180 out? <laughs> Just, what? <laughs> is it reverse or spinning around? 180. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's Gene Simmons' tongue on the other side or something. All right. Yeah. That's right. That's my tongue on the other side. I'm Gene Simmons of Kiss. I put some new code in Meteor because me and my dad were streaming on a Sunday and we played some Meteor and our very own Scott was watching the stream and he noticed an issue oh. and sent us a fix. But the you know in typical Scott fashion, he sends me this software and says, this is to fix your double match issue you and your dad had. Not that you noticed. Thank you, Scott. <sighs> And this guy's in customer support. I hope he doesn't talk to people like that in the phone. If you had paid attention to me, your issue would have gone away, dumbass. You want to do mail? Let's do some mail. Let's do some mail. Okay. Mail ball bag time. We got an email from Jeremy Wilson. Hi, Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy. I was just wondering what it takes to get a shout-out about my fundraiser for a local barcade that's getting hit hard by the pandemic. Let me know. It takes you sending us an email. There you go. What you just did. So this GoFundMe is for Cabin Fever. Cabin Fever in Toronto. Oh, we're a little late. They already reached their goal. Exactly. So we're done. <laughs> so yes, yeah, Save Cabin Fever is uh, in Toronto. They wanted to raise 15000 So far, they have raised 15083 But feel free to send more. Yep. Because this pandemic ain't going away anytime soon. God, no. So again, that's just go to GoFundMe and just search for Save Cabin Fever. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. We have an email from Zach. What? Yes. Wasn't he just on? Yeah, an email from Zach. Of course, he's not going to comment on the episode he was on, but this is our very own Zach. Hi, Zach. He sent us an actual email with absolutely no formatting of any kind, because God knows how he's sending it. He's probably sending it in, like, Vi or text edit or something. Like, there's no... There's absolutely no breaks paragraphs anything <laughs> all right after i just made fun of it finally listen to episode 150 hi emily and dr john a few days after the release of 151 and thought for once i'd actually write in funny seeing all your thoughts on the deep root reveal after seeing the deep root reveal i wonder how your bets on jjps will stack up i think they stacked up pretty good mm-hmm. i hope it's a wide body personally nope I hate to see every manufacturer doing the same dimensions. I'm sorry. Guess what? Welcome to the real world. Pity Deep Root didn't announce their games were going to be one inch wider or something. Don't understand the Waka hate. Bruce thought the hole was impossible, but the one I played, the ball would go right in every time. Not a hint of any rejects. So you're wrong, Bruce. No, I'm not wrong. Because guess what? We played it afterwards at the same place. And everybody had the same problem. So maybe it's that one, but I've played other ones and I had the same problem. I haven't had that issue. Okay. 
Dr. John said it was a two-shot game, but I thought there was a lot of stuff I was trying to shoot for, although he did own it, so. I agree that Hot Wheels is fun, even if it'd be nice to have wider shots. Yeah, it does have the Joe Balser narrow shot syndrome. Stop the crap with the fuck. Try to, don't give me 12 shots that are impossible to hit. Give me nine that I can enjoy. I would have expected a Hot Wheels game to flow more. I agree with Ron about how disappointing the new Lethal Weapon code is, but I disagree with your wording. Oh. Not having a delay before ejecting the balls from scoops isn't broken. It's flow. Not giving long instructions before video modes isn't broken. It's streamlined. It does have instructions. Yeah, they flash for like two seconds. Yeah, God. It's great. When you start video mode, it says grab the gun and fire, and the screen does instruct you to shoot the bad guys. It just happens fast. I had no problem getting a good score on the video mode the first time I ever played the game, just from those quick instructions. Well, he's young and can read faster. That's all I can say. The fight mode shows an animation of hands mashing the flipper buttons, then starts. Again, you have time to get the gist of what you should be doing, even if Lethal Weapons experts can't agree on the best pattern. The only way the original code was broken was sometimes when animations played over each other. Uh, and he says, P.S. Dennis, call me. I'm assuming he means Dennis Creasel. Yeah, maybe we'll have to get Dennis and him on the same show. The driest podcast ever. Maybe we should take a week off and let them do the podcast. There you go. We'll just call it dry. Dry. So very dry. U.S. dry instead of Canada dry. US instead of Canada dry? dry. U.S. dry. Uh, okay. Are you ready? I'm the ready. The PowerPoint quiz. Ooh. The thing that John sent us in July when we were asking him for games. So here we go. Another time waster for you this week. Nothing to do with pinball. It has all to do with drunk celebrities and the things they do. If, a, if such a subject doesn't conform with the franchise rules of podcasting, I understand. Nah, go scratch for it. <laughs> it's purely to be read out. Use PowerPoint slide. Show full screen presentation. Questions are multiple choice on one side. Answer on the next. Ten questions for a maximum of ten points. No buzzers, just guess. Okay. All right. Ready? Oh, uh, I gotta get a piece of paper. Give me two seconds. My one piece of paper is filled up with notes, so I'm gonna go to a clean new piece of paper. It's got all those Pornhub links. No, it's got Could all. Could just bookmark those, you know. I have job stuff. Job oh, okay. questions. Since I've been trying to get a job here. Come on, I don't want to work, but I got to work. I got to work, boy. I got to work, work, work. <laughs> Still doing with bar stuff. Still trying to close the bar. Wow. Okay, I know. I'm trying to get money back from the, from the liquor license. This is the Slam Tilt Drunk Idiot Quiz. Good name, Dr. John. I don't drink and neither do you, so I don't. we're really... Yeah. This is a multiple-choice quiz. Each slide has a choice of three answers, and one of them is actually true. After the question slide, the true answer will be revealed, so no peeking. Ten questions for a maximum of ten points. Good luck. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm living the dream. Okay, here we go. When Billy Idol got in trouble with his hotel in Thailand, he... and Oh, the multiple choices. He kidnapped a maid and stole her clothes to escape in disguise... Jumped from a third-floor balcony into the pool to make a getaway. Had to be shot with a tranquilizer gun by the army to get him out of his room. Okay, you have your answer written? Well, it doesn't We can say what we think the answer is. I know. Well, I don't want to buy a shoe, but I'm, I have my answer ready. Uh, I do. Mine is uh, two. B. Jumped B. from a third-floor balcony to a pool yep. to make a getaway. Okay, we both agree. Yes, we All both right, agree. So and? The answer is... I 
No, he had to be shot with a tranquilizer gun by the <laughs> army to get him out of his room. Nice. Wow. Zero points for either. Okay. Ron and Bruce, zero, zero. Okay. That's Two. good. Oh, no, this is a kiss one, kind of. Oh, oh my God, I have yeah. an immediate disadvantage. It's time for me, Bruce. Have you gone to our latest farewell tour? Yes, number six or seven. Six or seven. Ace Freely was so desperate for an alcohol. For an alcohol? Oh, for alcohol. For alcohol. It says a alcohol. Ace Freely was so desperate for alcohol, he once drank perfume from a limousine because someone told him it had alcohol in it, drained the leftover bottles from an album launch party that were thrown in the dumpster outside, drunk the alcoholic hand-wipe bottle used by the studio to clean down equipment. I have my answer. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. A. I say C. Drunk the alcoholic hand-wipe bottle. Okay. All right. Let's see what we got. The answer is... Drank perfume from a limousine because someone had... Oh, oh, was that the first one? That's the first one. Okay. You're ahead. One nothing. One nothing. Finally. F- finally, we just started. No, but I'm usually behind every time in these quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do this next one. After Keith Moon, the Who drummer, passed out on stage during a show, the band continued the set and no one in the crowd complained or noticed. A roadie made drum noises in the microphone for the remainder of the set. The band asked a random drunk kid from the audience to fill in for him. I know my answer because I know this one. Still hemming and hawing. Hold me two seconds. While I look it up on the internet? No, not. I'm not. I'm trying to. I'm going. (laughs) I'm going with. Okay. I'm going A. No. C. Really? They asked. They they had. Yeah. This this is on. This is. There's video of this, too. This happened at the uh, Cow Palace. He, this is where he took horse tranquilizers and literally passed out. So, yeah, they had a kid fill in. Interestingly, oh, he's, oh, he's got a whole thing on here. The band asked a random drunk kid. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hilarious. If you ever watched the clip, they said, can someone play and you better be good. <laughs> I remember that. Interestingly, the person that got to play drums was Scott Halpin, and he won the Rolling Stones Pickup Player of the Year Award later that year. Okay, so 1-1. One, one. All right. Black Sabbath guitarist Tony Iommi once fell asleep mid-performance after a hard day of drinking, set his drummer on fire after pouring a bucket of alcohol on him, had to be rushed to a hospital when he drank a bottle of drain cleaner thinking it was booze. I know this one, too. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm good with the drunk stories. I see that. Uh, I'm going to have to go A. Fell asleep. Nope. It's the he said he set Bill Ward on fire, the drummer. Well, let me let me check. Yep. You're right. Oh, you can read it? I can read it. Okay, you're better than me. I'll have you read the next one then, because I can't read these. Okay, Rod Stewart had such a drug habit that one he once snorted a line of white chalk that someone had drawn when outlining a concert venue layout. Two, he started using cocaine anally to prevent damage to his nose. (laughs) Three, he accidentally served marijuana-laced brownies to his backing band's family get-together. I'm thinking three. I'm seeing C. I'm saying one. 
Okay, one, and the answer is he snorted cocaine anally to, to avoid. So we both lost. On oh, that one. God. Yeah. How, how do you snort cocaine anally? I don't know. How the hell do you do that? He start, well, he started it using anally, so he just, <laughs> his body absorbed it. Yikes. Oh, my God. All right, what's the next one? Oh, we got Guns N' Roses. Okay, Slash from GNR once smashed a window when naked at a golf course in Arizona to, one, escape from Predator Alien when he was stoned. God, it is fucking hard to say. When he was stoned. Two, get back at the golf club for not allowing him to be a member. Three, to break in after hours to get more booze for the band. I'm thinking C. Yeah, I'll say C. Escape from the Predator Alien when he was stoned. Oh, my God. Damn it. What, what's so the score? Two one still. You're okay. winning. Okay, okay, another GNR one. This is good. We, we set it for the perfect time. Guns N' Roses guitarist Izzy Stradlin once. You know, Izzy Stradlin. Strad. Stradlin. There's no L in it. Stradlin. He spelled he spelled it wrong. It's Izzy okay, Stradlin. Because he's Stradlin. Get it? S T R A D I N. He has that. Yeah, so that's, it's wrong. Not me. that's wrong. That's uh-huh. wrong. Yeah, it's wrong, Doctor John. Izzy Stradlin. Uh, I. My friends, one of my friends is a big Guns N' Roses fan, and per him, he was the key to the band. They pretty much never came up with anything good after he left. One, use the band private plane to fly his favorite hooker to the hotel where they were in. Two, urinated in the aisle of a commercial plane because he got sick of waiting for the toilet. Three, talked a pilot into letting him hire a light aircraft when he missed his flight to a gig, even though he couldn't fly. I'm thinking one. I'll say two. Okay. Urinated in the aisle. Yeah. yeah. God almighty. I know my rock stars. Yeah, good. <laughs> okay. Amy Schumer once house sat for Jake Gullion, G-L-U-N-N-H-A-L, and when drunk, ate his old frozen birthday cake from his freezer when she got the munchies. Two, accidentally killed his cat when she lost control of a motorized toy Jeep he had. Three, fell down his stairs, not only breaking her leg, but destroying a statue worth seven figures given to him by Steven Spielberg. I'm thinking one again. Ate his frozen birthday cake. I'll say three. Ate his old frozen birthday cake when he got the munchies. So three, two. Ah, That was good. I got a little redemption there. I need one more. Okay, how did Mexican harmonica player, harmonica player Raymond Barrero die in 1994? One, by attempting the U.S.-Mexican border crossing while playing the harmonica. <laughs> Yikes. Inhaled the worst, world's smallest harmonica, choking to death mid-performance. Electrocuted on stage playing the first electric harmonica. <laughs> oh, God. I am thinking it's three. Electrocuted on stage. I'll say two. Inhale the smallest. Yep, you got it, Ron. <laughs> so you are the winner by fault because it's four-two. <laughs> question left. Uh, the Who's drummer Keith Moon once destroyed a hotel room by letting the bathroom overflow and releasing. Wait a sec. What? Letting the bathroom overflow and releasing lobsters in the water. Two setting fire to the bed and roasting a pig. Three, nailing all the furniture to the ceiling. I think I've heard this one. I think it's three. Yeah, I'll say three. 
Nailing all the furniture. Yep. Yep. Hope we had some fun. You won 5-3. Yes, I won. Yes. Woo-hoo! I suck at rock band. It's actually one of my worst things I do when I, uh, in trivia. Music trivia? Yeah. Well, no. Well, what happens if it was about, um, ELO? Then, then you, of course, you know, I know, but, you know. Evil woman. Okay, so I can finally move that to the archived email section. Yay! Thank you, Dr. John. Do you think he could have used a better font color? Oh, my God. Black on black. I couldn't read it. Black on black! I hit the sack! <laughs> black on black. Oh, no, no. Blue on black. That's a song. So what else do we have on our list? What other show? Well, we're going to have this week, we're going to have the... Uh... The virtual Expo. Pinball Expo. Pinball Expo. Which Woo-hoo! after, by the time everyone hears this, it will be done. Uh, no, I hope not. Well, you're pretty lazy lately. Uh, yeah, the last <laughs> episode where we recorded later in the week, and then Bruce is, is yelling at me two days later, is it done yet? It's like, no, it's going to take the same amount of time that it always does, but it didn't, because I did an all-nighter just to get it done, just for you. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I have a subject that comes from one of the other podcasts I listen to, Eclectic Gamers Podcast. They had a thing about influencers. Like, would you consider us influencers, Bruce? I think anybody who is a podcaster can influence anybody. Yeah, so as influencers, there's a certain code we are supposed to abide by. There is actually a rule, or rules, disclosures for social media influencers. And I, I, I recommend, listen to the, well, they might have a newer one out by the time this comes out, but it's the two-hour Eclectic Gamers podcast. They had a part of it, they were talking about influencers and how they're actually supposed to let you know if they're being compensated or if they're, you know, if they're doing something for a company. Mm-hmm. And that, that doesn't really happen. This all came about because of the whole Deep Root thing. Yeah. The fact that once you sign an NDA, Tony, one of the hosts of the show, was basically saying that now I can't trust anything you say about Deep Root, like ever. I kind of agree with him. Because you have signed an you've NDA. You've taken money. You've, you've... Well, and then not just, well, whatever. But, I mean, you've signed an NDA. I can no longer believe anything you say, even though you might be totally telling the truth. Yeah. And there's actually a bunch of guidelines and uh, just go over and check it out. There's a link to it. It's a short little PDF. Luckily, we follow them all because we take no money. But it's not just money, Bruce. I know. I was thinking of things like you have Dead Flip. Yes. Who even states, I, I am a, was it, pinball ambassador for Stern. Pinball ambassador, but yeah. So he gets games from them mm-hmm. to stream. I mean, they're not his. He has to give them back. Eventually, I don't know what kind of arrangement they have, but according to the rules, you're supposed to mention, like, if he's a pinball ambassador, he should be like saying it throughout every yeah, stream. Hey, I'm getting money from Stern and Stern's not just me. at the beginning. If you follow the letter of the law, it's very interesting. Yeah, that's why you don't take money from people and you're good. But it's like if in, in Buffalo Pinball, they have an they have a partnership with Jersey Jack. Jack, yeah, just I like- mean, that's that's. Kevin Manny got his game so they could do the thing he did, the unboxing with Eric Minier on, on the line. Do the thing you do. So he's basically saying things like, if you're doing stuff like that, you need to make it very, very clear. And to do it multiple times, that's the interesting part. 
You can't just do it at the beginning of the stream. The stream's like two hours long. It's stuff you're supposed to do it at certain parts during the stream. So if someone didn't see the first part, they'll still know. Mm. It was just very interesting to me. And it brought up a, an issue I've been having lately with podcasting, Bruce. It's an issue you would never have. Morals? It, it, well, <laughs> see, I could design a game, and if Bruce thought it sucked, he would come on here and say, any game sucked, Ron. Yeah, I kind of would. Yeah, he, he would. See... He is bad cop. He is he's truly bad cop. Uh, no, I'm actually honest. Yeah, you're you're the guy, and and people like that. Uh, we we've I'm had a straight shooter. We've had listeners that say one of the reasons we like you because you you guys tell it like it is. You you're not in the pockets of the blah blah blah. That's also one of the reasons a certain Twippy award winning podcaster is very popular, who plays up that big time, and he's he's right. He's not in the pockets of any companies. You would think he was after this week. Oh, you would think. Yeah, no. Well, but he's not, so that's kind of his gimmick. But I have found this more difficult lately due to when we started this four years ago, mm -hmm. I didn't know anyone in the industry. I felt I could freely see any, say anything. Like, you know, Steve Ritchie's my guy, but I don't know Steve Ritchie. Yeah, now you do. Well, not really. My dad does. Four years later. You know a lot of others. First, we have Tim Sexton. In which we got him a job. Who, who was, so, you know. our God, a job. <laughs> he was our like almost third host. He was on so often. He and was. then he gets hired by Stern. Yep. Then, you know, Steve Bowden is on our show Steve a lot. Bowden. He gets hired yep. by Deep Root. Yep. And Raymond Davidson was on our show a lot. He came up with the term clusterfuck. He did. He gets hired by Stern. Boy, we are like, if you want to get a job. What I'm saying is <laughs> I feel it harder and harder to say things about games that these, these they have worked on. I don't. You don't. I, I don't. Like, I, honestly, I'm, I'm, gonna... I'm editing this Deep Root, or the last podcast, Deep Root, and I'm editing the thing thinking to myself, man, I hope Steve Bound doesn't hate me after this. I don't think he would because he, he – he the good thing about Steve is he knows as a person – I love Steve. Steve is actually one of the most down-to-earth human beings I have ever met. He does not have hate. He, I don't hate his game. I hate his company's owner. I hate what he's said and what he's done and what he's propagated. I don't hate Steve. I've said that many times. Steve is, honestly, he's one of my Facebook friends. Every time he posts, I am the first one to like his stuff because guess what? I like Steve. Steve is a good person. He's good for this hobby. He's good for everything in this world. This is what people should be like with Steve. Steve is the person I would love to be. He is very positive and that kind of stuff. I am not. I'm going to tell it like it is. Steve does also, though, but Steve does it in a nice way. In a nice way. <laughs> and he does. He, he, he is very friendly. But I have, I have found it more and more difficult. I don't. Because yeah, I know what? you don't. So um, we will continue to use our good cop, bad cop roles. Yes. I, I have, you know, I know you were probably cringing when we were doing the editing, like, oh, God, these guys are going to hate me. And. I know you had that problem even with just editing me, you know, because like, I've actually said a couple times, like, why'd you take this out? And you're like, oh, well, you know, it's kind of put, I'm like, really, Ron? Come on, you know, and we've had that discussion. And it's, you know, luckily it's now that Ron's gotten used to me, you know, and he knows my. This is Bruce in a nutshell. I told this story before, but I'll tell it again. We're, we're at a show. It's probably Texas. And there's that demo man there. And this is the early days of LED action. So someone has LED'd out this this demo man, and it's full strobe, 
can't see the ball, you know, just every time I watch this game, I'm looking at this game. My eyes are actually getting weaker because they're being blinded so bad to corneas that every every time it flashed, I lost a day of sight. Me, <laughs> me and Bruce are there, and there's a third guy just standing there, and I'm, I'm watching us. I'm figuring up, yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, what do you think?" And I'm thinking like, "This guy's the owner of the game." Like, I hope I hope Bruce doesn't say something. Oh, you know me. Hey, Bruce is like. It looks what like shit. <laughs> it's like just terrible. So on there, like, oh god, it's going to get uncomfortable. Sure enough, the guys like, well, it's my game, and I'm there, like, oh god. And of course, Bruce says, "It's your game, man. You can do whatever you want with it." I said, "You can do whatever you want with it, but it's not nice. It's not popular. It's not acceptable." So, Bruce, you're you're are uh, even though your opinions can be horribly wrong, TNA dialed in. Yeah, it's, it's still your your opinions are uh, yeah. Well, after Stu broke, wait a sec. After Stu broke your game and made it. You know, he won. He, he beat TNA. He did. Yes. What did I say to you? What's the first message I sent to you? You said I should sell it. Yes. <laughs> so mean. <sighs> Maybe I could now that you have a Rick and Morty, so one of us has a spooky game. So it's, exactly. it's the same It's the same as either of us having spooky games. It's, yep. Yeah. And look at that. Always like Scott Denisi, you know, has made fun of me and, you know, they said well, yeah, I sucked. Yeah, because you do. You, you hate TNA. But should I replay that video again? <laughs> but we both each own Scott Denise. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah it is kind of interesting. Well, you haven't played yours yet. I know. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. This is the only one of the few times I've actually never played the game but bought it. Yeah. Theme matters, folks. It does. So I'll check off the influencers thing. So I, I will I will try to be honest, but it, it is difficult. I, I will do it in a classier way than Bruce. No, I will not. Like, I will say, Black Knight, Sword of Rage. I prefer the pro over the premium. I think the upper playfield was very uninspired, especially when Steve Ritchie has made some really good upper playfields. When you have one that basically has a loop, a target, and a lock shot, and that's it. Boring. And I, I thought the, the playfield was sort of pedestrian. It had a cool it toy. Sucked. It sucked. Uh, honestly, I thought the best parts of the game were software-related, so I guess I'm putting yeah. over to me. Yeah, the music, the callouts are funny as hell. Probably one of the first Stern games to have really good animations in it yep. that I can think of. And Steve Ritchie finally got a good art package. It's the first one since uh, No Fear. And the music from with uh, from oh, Scotty and yeah. But uh, the best part about that game is when you get the uh, the night mode. You know, the when you're actually in the old game. You spell the night and it goes into old. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best part of the game. And it goes to the old sounds. That's yeah. the best part. Mm-hmm. And, and and at least Stern has realized that. Old game sounds and old game, you know, bonus counts and everything like that. That is really cool. Like Deadpool. I love Deadpool. Deadpool. Did I mention the... I love Deadpool? Yes, I, I love it too. <laughs> Trust me. Oh, I, I would love to get a Deadpool, pro or premium. Uh, but Raymond made it look so easy. He does, God. It's just it's, like, it's that easy to hit the snick target and get the multiplier over and over again. No, it's not. Not on mine. Did you hear uh, the final round with uh, Jeff Teolis and Marty? They're going to be at Expo. They're going to be on Expo. They're going to be. How do you think? They just got this gig six months ago with this, you know, the two together. And immediately have COVID, so they can't even talk about tournaments, the thing that the whole show is supposed to be about. I know. And they're immediately on Expo. Boo. I know. Who the fuck are they sucking? <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm sure they're getting free hotel 
for of doing. Of course they are. Yeah, <laughs> free internet that week. Uh, <laughs> How do two foreigners foreigners come in and take a job from us U.S. guys? Oh God. <laughs> I think. But going back to the influencers saying, I believe the only two times I was ever compensated, I, I think I said it on the podcast both times. Fantastic. I got into the show because I was on one of the um Yes, we were on the, the seminars. We were, you guys, yeah, you yeah, were on the and, and that's just like if you're a seminar guest, if you're a speaker, they pay for the show for you. Yes. And then the expo, because I was part of the press, I got I got in. But the interesting thing is my father's not, so I, I paid for him. Yeah. I've only I think the only time we ever did was when I got a free board or something we gave away one time. I actually told people that we got it for free. Or you know, for um, the the um critical hit cards that we yes. gave away. Yep. Pretty much the only time we get free stuff, we give it away. So Exactly. I'm not using it for myself, you know, so here, get it give it here. I still have a set, I think, of critical hit cards that are unopened. I will say to listening to other people talking about Guns N' Roses, I, I become too jaded. I miss the 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 newbiness, like being excited for new games. Oh, actually, I'm. Did very you feel? Yeah, I, I feel I'm just not. It's not the same as it used to be for me. You know, I'm looking at the game and thinking things like, you know, instead of like, oh my god, this thing looks incredible. I'm thinking like, well, yeah, it looks incredible, but man, there's a lot of multi-ball. What shoots are you? Shots are you even shooting? I can't tell. I'm just immediately going to negative land when I I really shouldn't be. Welcome to the dark side. Yeah, I'm like the freaking emperor. I'm strong with the dark side. Like every game now, it's like a critical thing. Ah. That's why something like Deadpool is just like, ah, I have no criticisms. It's Deadpool. I don't know. I'm getting too jaded. I've been doing this too long. You suck. Yes, you suck. You suck. Shoot the center ramp. Shoot the center. Oh, that's, that sucks. <laughs> it's not the I've center ramp. It's the side ramp. I have played that game more and more. And oh, my oh, God. Oh, you like it? It's terrible. It's, te- it's not terrible. It's you stop? Terrible. It shoots good. It shoots good. You got to say it shoots good. It shoots okay. Oh, man. You are so It's not good. a wow to me. It's not a, oh, yeah. I, like, let's just say this. I'd rather play a lot of games around it at the place. I'd rather play almost any – I played – wait a sec. I played more after playing, you know, like 10 games on it and 10 games of Oktoberfest. I've gone back to Oktoberfest more than I've gone back to this game. You're high. No. no I can't agree with you there. No, 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 no. Oh, it's actually – I like Oktoberfest. Splinter says you are quite high. I am, but guess what? High as I. <laughs> the funny thing is that every time I play Dialed In, I think of Turtles – Shoot the right ramp. It's like it's not the right ramp. It's the right orbit. It's not a right ramp. Damn it! Oh, oh I agree. Make sure you shoot the center ramp, Bruce. We need the Bob Ross game. We do. You have to. You have to help Bob Ross get his painting done in under twenty minutes, so he can get, or he gets canceled from PBS. Yeah, there you go. All right, I think that's all I got. You sure? I'm sure. Let's see what else on my look at my notes. I don't think I have anything else. Uh, the clusterfuck will be going on. We oh, will be will? doing the clusterfuck. Yeah, we're going to do it eventually. Eventually. So he's not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to confirm. He's now not going <laughs> to. You're like a pinball company now. You're going to give a date and then and not do it, and then. Well, not the reason give a date. why is uh, if I can get you out here in the next two weeks and play Avengers LE. I'd rather get those pe- two people on who, who are going to help us with talking about Avengers LE, and we can go over 
a game. Hey, we can be one of the first podcasts to actually play the game and then talk about it really in depth. Ooh, snap. Okay. I'd rather do that. And then maybe when you're out here, we could maybe play Rick and Morty also. And we can talk about that. I'd rather – I want to get these two people on. Mm-hmm. You know, because they are the ones. Yes, Bruce. I, I get that. There may be 10% of our listeners who don't know who's coming on at this point. I know. But I still like dicking and teasing. Yeah, you are quite the <laughs> troll. <laughs> Best game ever! Multi-ball, multi-ball, multi-ball! I haven't seen any of what you're talking about. Oh, uh, you got to see no, it. No, I don't oh, need to see things. Oh, it's just terrible. There is a lot of multi-ball in Guns N' Roses. There's way too much multi-ball. I'm sorry. But well, you kudos. know what? The game is like the one song. It's, it's so easy, easy when everybody's trying to play. Oh, God. If I have to hear another fucking Guns oh, N' Roses Oh, I, I love it. After I saw the streams, I like cranked up my uh, Guns N' Roses at the Ritz. Watch that. Okay, so hold on. Hold on. In my music selection... Uh-huh. Let's go library. Artists. Oh, under G. Guns N' Roses, you would think, would be under there. I have Gary Wright. Gary Wright? He had two songs. Yes, I know. I have both of those songs. Oh, oh well, there you go. <laughs> any, can any listeners guess what those two songs are? And one's easy. One's the theme of uh, the, the New York Mets. It is? Yeah, their seventh inning stretch song is Dreamweaver. Dreamweaver, <laughs> I believe you can get me through the night. You hear that, Zach Minnie? That, that's yeah, how you sing properly. Singing. Yeah. Come on. Dreamweaver. I actually like his other song better. Which one? That's uh, The other one. I... Love is Alive. Oh, yeah. The next G. Okay, so the next G I have is George Harrison. Okay. Great person. You know, one of the... Th- Four, you know, Beatles. One of the Beatles. Yeah, we we know who George Harrison is. And then the third G I have is not Guns N' Roses. Is it? It's a straight G. It's a straight G. Gordon Lightfoot. Oh God, I love Gordon Lightfoot. You hear that, Teolis? Canadian. Yes. So that's all the G's. Next one is I. That's it. And then the next one's I for Iron Maiden. (laughs) Oh wow. Well, I I do have appetite for destruction. Nope. Wow. Okay. Nope, nope. I actually never in my life have bought a Guns N' Roses album. Okay. Never purchased one. Okay. I remember the stupid video, seeing the video from freaking, it was filmed at uh, uh, Meadowlands at the concert for uh, Paradise City. And, you know, and I was like, every time I saw it, I was like, Ugh. and it was, uh, wait a minute, you might be in that video? No, no, no. How do, how do you know? I know, because I was way up in, <laughs> in the nosebleeds. I was cheap back then, you know. I was, you know, 17, 18, you know. Mm-hmm. So, no, no, no. But just, yeah, no. And then I go to G, and then uh, I, I go to my G, and then my I, and then my J is J. Giles Band, Jeff Lynn's Yellow, Jefferson Starship, John Lennon, and Journey. See? There's my, some of my music. Yeah, so all these little little known acts that no one's ever heard of. Yeah, these little known yeah, acts. Yeah, yeah, you're Mr. Pop. Bruce is all pop, baby. No. No. Freely's comment? Yeah, it doesn't count if it's freaking Kiss. Okay. All these Kiss, uh, come on. Lone Star? Lone Star, is that? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Your sports is a Spaceballs album? <laughs> yeah. no. Lone Star. Are we talking about pinball at this point? I don't think so. No. I think we're done. I think we're done. All right. 
So go say hi to everyone in Pinball Land, Mr. And Mrs. Pin, and uh, they were out this week. I, if I knew that where they were, they went to Coin uh, Taker's place to play both uh, Guns N' Roses, and they played... Uh, yeah, they played stuff, and I haven't played anything. I was only an hour and a half away from it. I didn't know that was going on. Oh, fail. I know. I would have got to meet Chris Franchi. Never did yet. See? Still screwed. I could have slept over at her house. Like a sleepover slumber party. You and Franchi in the same bed? <laughs> All right. On that note, this has been so, episode... Uh... <laughs> Actually, I never said the episode number at the beginning. Fail. 153. No, it's 152. Is it 152? It's 152. Yes. So you got me all screwed up. Episode 152. This has been episode 152 of the Slam Tilt Podcast. Thank you, everybody. Hi, Mr. Steve Bowden. Hi, I'm Bonus Zach. All the other podcasts out there. Uh, We can be reached at slamtiltpodcast at gmail.com. Send us some poker-themed names for games how are we doing on the thing we asked people to, to fill how out the are thing for we twip. doing on the thing on um, for twip oh god I, you won't let it end will you no i will not oh you are such a pain well you ass. brought that up and i was like wait a sec why did i bring that up i brought it up yeah, that, <laughs> that was hilarious brought ago and, you brought it up i didn't bring uh, it up brought it up okay let's see if we're still on the top page oh jesus okay uh promoters we're not database on the top page anymore oh my god well you know we don't Where release the fuck enough are reviews what are by rating and that makes no sense because the rating some of these guys have 4.6 4.5 and we're now in the second but we have five out of five stars we need more reviews it's just the way it shows on the page. If, I'm sure if you hit the filter button, order by rating. Order by rating. I did hit the filter button. I'm waiting for their uh, website. Yeah, your filter's broken. Yeah, your filter sucks. Your filter, it, yeah. You got you got like fours on the page with fives. Yeah. When, when you say sort fives by. Be uh, on top. Yeah. They're going by almost like how many reviews. Uh, which is which not it what says. it's. Sa- uh, know, no, it's not even like- that. Not even that. Because even that's not in order. I know. Oh, there's malarkey afoot. We've dropped at page two. Wait a second, because Ron's fucking thing is getting five out of five. But he's got yeah, <laughs> that would be Silverball Chronicles with a new episode coming out soon, possibly this week. They're wrong, and we're never wrong on this podcast. It may so already be out by the time that uh, this is released. Yes. So maybe I will see you in the next two weeks, I hope. That would be cool. That would be cool. That would be very cool. Let's see. Well, since since you got me going, and we're okay, off the see, track anyway, we're, yeah, we're just going to go to Apple Podcasts and see if we got any new um, the negative ones would be good. Let's see. Apple Podcasts. Constant Sulu and Beavis jokes. It's cringeworthy. I'm sorry you feel that way. Douche. Douche. <laughs> you are a douchebag. A total douchebag. Douche Far too much inside joking. I agree. I agree with that. I think of that every time we say Zach or something. Like anyone's going to know who Zach is who hasn't heard the if podcast. If he's been on fifteen times, guess what? You should know him by you now. You should know him. What about yes. new listeners, Bruce? They go back now. Now they want to see who Zach is. <sighs> and who wants to play about tournament pinball? Go fuck yourselves. Well, th- well you don't have to <laughs> worry about that because there is no tournament no, pinball. I know you tools. You got your favorite hard on. What? <laughs> We'll have a Big new segment where, where we just tell people, leave negative Apple podcast reviews, and Bruce will make fun of them as a segment. Yeah, I think so. And then people will I just think... start making like false bad reviews just because they want you to make fun of them. 
All right. Yes. We have so we need more reviews on pinball pro on uh, this week in pinball and Jeff from pinball this week in pinball. Fix your freaking thing by order of ratings. Fix, fix your sort. Okay. Okay. We got to end this here. So like I said, we can be reached at slam till podcast at gmail.com. You can go to our website, slam podcast.com upper right. All our links are there. Our Twitch feed our YouTube, everything. Uh, Stu will be streaming this week at some point. I don't know what he'll be streaming, but he'll be streaming something. I think that's about it. Thanks to all our listeners. Thanks to everyone out there. We actually have to have a sit-down with Stu. A sit-down with Stu? Yeah. I don't know how Stu is about interviews. He likes to do everything on his own time. I think you, I think he'll want to get his word out how to try to get back in the IFPA. Oh, because he's banned. That's right. He is banned. So I think we can maybe push for his reinsertion. Reinsertion. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Bernard Jordan. Hello? Hello, Bruce. You know, Ron just got me on here. He says you want to do an interview of some kind. Yes. Can we get you on to put your point on getting back in the IFPA? I don't know. How, how many viewers do you get? Oh, three or four. No, no. This is, this, is, this is bad. It's bad enough I have to stream on his stupid channel. He has no Hot Wheels. He has no Guns N' Roses. He has no Avengers. All the games people want to see. Oh, Stu. What? Stu, in a couple of weeks, we can get you out here for Avengers and Rick and Morty. Really? Really? See? You have to just drive with Ron a little bit. That's unfortunate, you know. I'll go in my own car. <laughs> will it be streamed? It will be golden streamed. What does that even mean? You, you are a very vulgar person, you know that. You know, Ron has told me about you. <laughs>